It's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all so if you're ready to break the generational cycle of poverty, revolving prison doors, and a lack of education that's holding us all back, then now's the time to do something about it. So to move from gutter to greatness, it all begins with a change in mindset. Here's your host, Dr. Paul Miller. Hey, everybody. We are back again for an episode of From the Gutter to Greatness. And today we're going to be talking about spirituality and faith. Spirituality and faith conquers all. God has to be number one and number one in your life. And, you know, I think of when I think of spirituality and faith, I think of Wi-Fi. And when I think of Wi-Fi, what do you mean Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi is, you know, when you're closer to the signal, you know, the strength of the signal is greater. And so getting closer to the signal, and you can't see it, but you know it's there. So how do you get closer to the signal? How do you get and lead by faith? And how do you help yourself to grow and move from that gutter to greatness with that spirituality and faith? And a lot of it is moving closer to God. And how do you move closer to God? Because listen to that voice and listen to that voice that God has for you and that he wants for you. And, and you know, and, and so the more you talk, I believe the more God listens. And then the more you need to listen, because God will speak back to you. And so, and will help you and guide you through if you're listening. And see, that's where it is like when you're closer to the signal, the signal is going to be stronger. So you got to get closer to God. So that signal gets stronger and believing that it's happening and, li and living by the faith and not by sight and knowing that it's there, even if you don't see it, even if you question it. And, uh, you know, there's times where I've questioned it, but, you know, there's a, there's this song that makes me think of, you know, faith and some of the rough times that I've been through. And so, you know, I, I like to play a little music here and there, but I don't own the rights to this music, but I'm going to play it for a second because I think this is a, a oldie but a goodie. This is a classic right here. Y'all tell me what y'all think about this one. Time to sing. Take your time to sing it. Oh, 
doing my best to make it in. How many of us have to come up that rough side of the mountain? You know, that rough side of the mountain is there. And uh, that's part of the struggle. And so that faith and spirituality, you know, it got me up that rough side of the mountain. And how can it help you get upside that rough side of the mountain? And you know what? Have I ever questioned my faith? I ask myself, absolutely. Why is this happening to me, Lord? Why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to learn this? Uh, there's so much and so many avenues we could go through with this faith. And I say spirituality because I'm not a very, very religious person, but I have a strong faith in God. And I believe God is in everything that I do. And God is inside of me. And I have to listen to God and I have to do what God wants for me. And so, you know, I have this theory that God has like this. I may have even talked about this before, but there's this whiteboard of our lives, right? And that on this whiteboard, God has scripted out our lives for us. And so if you think about it, it's fully filled out in my views and perspectives. So this is only my views and perspectives, but who am I, right? So it's fully filled out for us. And he knows what he wants for our life. And he's guided in direction. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. You know, our born date, our death date, you know, it's all knowing, all seeing. And he's there. And I have this faith that I believe that he has this plan for us. And then when we see the whiteboard, the whiteboard, if we were looking at a classroom and we we're looking, I know everything goes back to a classroom for me, right? But, you know, I'm the education guy, but that's how I move from gutter to greatness. So I'm telling you the, the, my, my stories, right? So this whiteboard, and then you look at this whiteboard, and when you look at the whiteboard, it's empty. And so every time we have the ability to do something or want to do something in our lives, we start to fill out the whiteboard for ourselves. And so one thing I believe is God has given us free will and freedom of choice. And that free choice and that free will is uh, we can do it our way or we can do it his way. And when we do it our way, you know, sometimes it goes a little left and takes a little longer. Sometimes it doesn't happen at all. Sometimes we got to learn to get to his way. But it, when we go his way and we start living that mission that he has written up on this board for us, you know, this is what he wants. And you start to see success. And, you know, I always wondered why there are bad people who are successful or why are there people who don't live this way that are successful? And, and you know, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. And I think when, you know, we get a faith leader in here for part two of this, I definitely want to ask those questions and, and see what they think and when their opinions and perspectives and from a, a connection to a religious perspective as well. But I, so I don't really have the answer to that. But I do believe, because I've seen it happen and I've happened in my own life, that when I've been able to stop and ask God, what does he want from me and what does he need? And then when I stop and listen, you feel it in your spirit and you start to hear. And I've he heard God speak to me and tell me what he wants and what he wants me to do. And then I've done it and I've seen it work and I've seen it be successful. And you know, there's times where I've went against the grain and not done what I'm supposed to do. And you know, it's been harder. And like, I've always wondered, like, you know, God gave me this gift and I've talked about it. My superpower is perseverance. And God gave me this gift. But why does that mean that everything has to be so hard, Lord? Maybe it just means that I need to appreciate it more. And those are my life lessons. And, uh, you know, early on, you know, I remember... Uh, being read to in some Bible stories and other pieces of the, of the Bible. And uh, so like a faith being instilled in me and a faith from the time I was little and God gave that, that gave 
got life to me and started to give a voice. And that voice, you know, I've never really been in the church a lot. And there's times where I went more than others. But, you know, that started to put that life in that voice. And that voice is, is there and, you know, putting God in my spirit. And so now it's about trying to put God into, you know, my kid's spirit and God into other kids' spirits and into other people and trying to lead by example and, and trying to get people to see that, you know, God's way will get them to where they got to go and that they, yes, it, there could be challenges, there, but that faith and that Wi-Fi connection is stronger when you're closer to it. So, you know, I think on some of that journey, you know, interesting story for me on where I really doubted, especially from the religious aspect for a while. So my religious beliefs, and, you know, I got a lot of people may or may not believe this. And so, I, you know, I don't even like to put it out there completely because, you know, people are judgmental. But I, hey, we're talking real. I'm supposed to be transparent. So I'm going to give you the real deal, holy field on here and, and keep it real with you and share my beliefs. Now, I, if you ask me what did I categorize myself, I would say if I have to fit in a box, I would consider myself a Christian, right? However, I think I'm a different type of Christian because I don't believe everything that is in the Bible. So if you read every word that's in there, I don't necessarily believe it. I think this is going to make for interesting topics and conversations, too, because there's a lot of things in there that I believe are antiquated that were written millions of years ago or whenever it was written thousands of years ago. I don't know. I'm not a historian, right? But it was written, and there's things in there that talk about slavery. There's things in there that talk about, you know, homosexuality. There's things in there that are really demeaning and belittling the people. But then there's other things that are talking about you have to treat people the way you want to be treated. And you have to, so there's so many things in there that are right, but there's other things that I don't agree with. And just because it's in there, I personally believe that God sent, you know, his son. I believe that, but I also believe that, you know, man has written this Bible and through God, you know, God has given them the task. But I also believe that man has free will and man has done some of his own interpretations over the year. So the blind follow this Bible, I don't necessarily always agree with. But I believe almost all religions are have a, a basic premise that is about greatness, about being good, about, about doing the right thing, being a good person. And so, you know, if people say Christianity is the only way. But how is Christianity the only way? If I was born in India and my parents were a Hindu, and or I was born in Asia somewhere and my parents were Buddhist. I'm probably going to be a Buddhist. So that means God isn't going to let me in the pearly gates. I'm not going to be in heaven because my parents were Buddhist and I'm Buddhist. Nah, see, those are some of the things that I kind of question and, and don't necessarily agree with because I believe God is in everything. And he's planted these different messengers throughout the different parts of the world to make sure that his message gets heard. And wherever, however you need it, to make sure you get it and get it how you need it. Walk it like you talk it, right? But, you know, I was starting to go into the time that I really, really questioned my faith for a while. And it had to do with some religious experiences. And, you know, I remember I, I always had this thing about going to church. And, and so I went to church. And this was a church in my hometown of Rochester, New York. And uh, I won't even say the church's name because I think that pastor is no longer living. But a lot of people went to this church and it was a good church. I had a good friend of mine. He's like, come to the church. Come on, come on. So went to the church. And uh, when I went to the church, they had the pastor was like, he got up there and he was like, 
You know, I'm, I've got a messenger coming in today that's going to deliver a powerful message for everybody. So, okay, great. Let's, let's hear what this message is. So the brother gets up, starts speaking, and he starts talking about all these things he has. I got this. I got this new car. I got all this money. I got all this that. I got this. I got that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, but it was a little like, eh, it turned off, right? And then he said, the way I got all this is by giving to God. Okay, good. Okay, so now I know the setup is coming. And so he says, giving to God. And when he says, giving to God, he then, what he ends up doing is, he says, and if you want everything that I got, you got to give to God too. And so he said, but God is telling me, you got to give a certain amount. And so he said, I need you to give $100. So he created a $100 line, right? And then he said, you know what? A little while later, he said, God is telling me you can give $75. And then he said, God is telling me you give $50. And then somebody raised a hand and said, hey, can I give? You know, I don't have that to give, but here's what I got. He said, no, 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 not now. God's telling me that you got to give this. And so I'm watching almost everybody get up in the church and I just don't believe it. I'm befuddled. It, it, this is a kerfuffle in my mind. I'm confused. Like, how is everybody blindlessly getting up? And, you know, that's their faith, but they're getting up and following the shepherd that I felt like was leading the wrong way. And you know, some of these folks didn't have it. You know what? And then he said, he said, oh, God is telling me you got to give this amount. So he was like purposely trying to exhaust the church's money. And almost everybody got up and gave. It was me and maybe a couple other people. And get out. I was like, I ain't getting up for this. I'm not giving my money this nonsense. Because this is like, this is just, this is not cool. And so then after a while and everybody gets up. And he says, you know what? God is telling me that I can do a $25 line. And you know what? And God is telling me on my spirit that I need to give for somebody. No, he ain't give for them when they was in the $100 line, right? He's like, God is telling me I got to give in, in this in, in $25. So he picked the one white guy out in the church. Now, nice suit on and all that, but you know, maybe God was telling him that. I don't know. I'm not questioning it. But I guess I am a little bit, right? <laughs> so he picks this one white guy in the church. He has the white guy get in the $25 line. He gives for him. And then after that, he says, okay, well, God is telling me now, you know, anything you want to give, if you got change, anything that jingles, just give it, just give, just give something. So he exhausted the whole church's money. I'm like, oh, this church just got scammed. So then when church is over, I watched the white guy drive away in like a hundred thousand dollar car. And I'm like, what? He just gave, God told you to give $25 for the guy who drove away in a hundred thousand dollar car. But, uh, but, and maybe God did tell him that. Maybe it was something he needed to give for the guy. I don't know. But it just was crazy to me. So it turned me off and it made me stay away for a while and stay away from the whole church pieces. And, and you know, and and you know what? And that's not really what God wanted for me to, to question my faith because of that experience. You know, so that, but it did because I'm human and it made me not want to go to church. So I've, a long time I stayed out of church. Then a crazy thing happened. So God gives you what you need, right? Not always what you want when you want it, but what you need. So I guess he wanted me to get more connected to my spirituality and my faith again. And so I had been thinking about a contemplating. I was praying and I was praying like I pray every day. I, I stop and I pray in the shower 
And because there's no one around me to bother me, I get quiet time and I can stop and listen, but I can also speak and thank God every day, right? And I do that every day. And I've been doing that for years and years now. And I try not to ever miss a time of prayer. But what I ended up doing was, is like, I heard about this church. And so the church was where it was around Christmas time and they actually had envelopes and they were giving to their members like anonymously. And there was anywhere from $25 to like $500 in the envelope. And they randomly were giving to anybody until they didn't have the resources to give anymore. And so like, like two or three people told me about their experience there. And it was random. Like they told me off of crazy conversations that we were talking about something else. And then they brought this up and I'm like, dang, God, you're trying to tell me that, you know, not all churches are trying to get you and that there are some places that are giving back to their people. And this could change your views and your perspectives and could end up bringing you closer to me. And it was exactly what I needed and and I, what I wanted at the time, too. And so I went to that church and had an amazing experience. And it really helped me grow and connect to my faith and, and my spirituality and got some great messages and helped me grow as a person. And, and that faith got stronger because of that. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that. But God wasn't done with me. And so he's not done with you either. And so I'm challenging you and I'm encouraging you to keep your faith and know that God will give you what you need and eventually what you want, but you got to follow his plan. And that's the walk to the gut of the greatness. So my mindfulness minute, right? As I close out this show and thank you all for listening. And hopefully, you, you know, you just think about your faith and spirituality because that rough side of the mountain, you, you know, there's going to be trying times, to, but you got to be able to go over it, around it, under it, through it, and climb that rough side of the mountain to get to that greatness. And so, but keeping your faith and putting God first and exercising that connection and making it stronger like the Wi-Fi will make you stronger. And listen to that voice. And that voice is in you. God is inside of your soul and your spirit. And that voice, you'll turn it up. And when you turn it up and listen, that negative voice, that bad me voice, that hood me voice, that turns down. And so you know what's right and wrong. God has put that inside of you. And so for, for episode nine, I'm signing out, but signing in from the gutter to the greatness, you can do it too. Make sure you keep the faith and your spirituality. Peace, peace. That's it for today's episode. So head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing for a $25,000 private epic VIP day with Dr. Miller himself. Be sure to head on over to guttertogreatness.com and pick up a free copy of Dr. Miller's gift and join us on the next episode. <laughs>